The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show seven days a week from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully look back to Monday Night Raw and Cody's promo and Seth's promo. And did Seth redeem himself after the fiasco at the WrestleMania 40 kickoff press conference? All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. One of the few Monday Night Raws before we get to WrestleMania 40. We're just seven weeks away. So interesting show last night. And I think one thing we're probably going to get into a lot is the back and forth between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. I'm going to start off today by giving you my opinion on last night's show, which is a little bit different than most of my opinions on the show. And I think I spoke to you about a little, me, you, and Mark spoke about this a little bit yesterday. I don't remember the show from last night. I remember the Seth and Cody promo. I mean, I remember what went on, don't get me wrong. But it was very hard for me to concentrate on Raw last night because I feel like the drop-off from Roman, Rock, Cody, and Seth right now to everything else is very steep. I almost feel like this main event angle has taken up so much of my brain and my thinking and my excitement and my confusion and everything everything else that's going on that I find it hard to concentrate on everything else that's going on because everything else going on, at least in my opinion, seems minimal by the by the the grandeur of what the potential main event can be i agree with you 100 percent. and I do you really this, i do i was actually having this conversation with paul before you came on this morning bully where it's like not saying that it's bad i'm not saying that but because we're seeing something so great and so emotional and where we're like we don't know what direction it's going to go in. We're confused by it in a good way. That everything else is not forgettable. I don't want to disrespect it and say it's forgettable, but it doesn't seem nearly as important. Now, I, t- I, t- I take notes during Raw. Listen, the Becky Nyaria stuff was very good last night. The Andrade video last night was very, very good. But I got to be honest with you, Bully. I don't think if I didn't take the notes... 
I don't think I would remember that. I I honestly don't think sitting down with you this morning talking about Raw that I would have remembered the Andrade video from last night. And I and I love the Andrade video from last night, but ev- but that main event story means so much that yes, it's there's a big separation between that and everything else that's going on. One of the things that um was very telling to me when it came to my own opinion of the show was LA Knight. Like it was LA Knight versus Bronson Reed last night. I didn't even care about LA Knight. And LA Knight's been doing a fantastic job on that SmackDown side. Comes over the Raw. I I, I feel like I should be excited that I saw LA Knight on Raw last night, but I was just like, ah, okay, what, whatever. And it's just because the main event scene is commanding so much brain space for me. And I wonder how the nation feels about that also. Like, me and you have not spoke. No. About, and and I'm shocked that I'm saying what I'm saying and that you felt the exact same way. Because I I think last night was a decent show. It's just that I couldn't allow myself to be, uh, not even allow, I could not immerse myself in it because I'm so interested in the main event. I don't know if this is, is if this is a good thing for the WWE. I, I can't think it's a good thing. Well, I actually think the other way. I think it is a good thing. I think I, I think it's good that you have the world talking right now. And yes, but the world is talking about one match. That's fine. I mean, you know, I know we don't get into the ratings as much as we used to anymore, but SmackDown last Friday had a monster, monster, monster number. And that's on top of, you know, everything else, the streaming and all that. A monster number on Friday. People are completely immersed in this story. Even at my show on Saturday, Bully, I'm in the back. We are talking about this and the crowd. People are talking about this. I love this it. Is what, this is what everybody's it. talking about. Even at my show, <laughs> oh, my name was on the market. But yes, but, yes, even even backstage at your show, that yeah, that's what we were talking about. And then last night on Monday Night Raw, they're advertising Rock and Roman for SmackDown this Friday. I mean, if they did two point five last Friday, and Rock and Roman are being advertised in the ring, it's going to be another monster number for SmackDown. Yeah, and and here's the other thing too: it doesn't bother me that much, and here's why. The first WrestleMania. What do you remember from the first WrestleMania? It's the main event. That's what everybody was talking about. Nobody was talking about any other match on that card but that tag match with Hogan and Piper. WrestleMania three. Yes, you had Adrian Adonis and Piper, and you had Savage and Steamboat. But going into WrestleMania three, all that anybody was talking about was Hogan and Andre. I feel like when you look at the biggest matches in WrestleMania history, going into those cards, you're really probably only talking about one match. And I feel like here it's this story. And it's even compelling to me, Bully, in the fact that yesterday we're taking phone calls about how is Seth Rollins going to be used for this story? Is Seth Rollins going to face The Rock? And we're getting phone calls of people asking about that. We have Elimination Chamber coming up in less than two weeks. And the winner of Elimination Chamber faces Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. Nobody's talking about that. 
Nobody's talking about who's going to face Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. People are talking about how is Seth going to be, you know, is there going to be a tag match? Is he face? Well, wait, what are you talking about? At WrestleMania, we're going to see who's going to face Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. But yet nobody cares about that. And, and look at it right now. There's three men that have made it into the Elimination Chamber. Drew, Randy, and L.A. Knight, correct? Yes. Are you interested in any of those guys for Seth Rollins? Again, I said for the sheer... I'm sorry, did Lashley make it also? Yes, Lashley's in as well. Are you interested in any of those guys for Seth Rollins right now? No, I'm not. And it's not. It's no disrespect, like... Listen, if you gave me Randy Orton and Seth Rollins, that's a great match. Drew and Seth have a story that's going to be very interesting when it happens, if it happens at WrestleMania. But right now, all I'm concerned about is the top of the card. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. But you're right. So, Bully, as you as a viewer, how emotionally invested are you going to be in an Elimination Chamber qualifying matches when you're... Not even talking about Seth defending his world heavyweight championship at WrestleMania. Like it, it, it's it, it, it's true. And yeah. but let me let me ask you right off the bat. I know we're going to get into Seth and and Cody. Yes or no? Did last night restore any faith in you when it comes to Seth Rollins? Uh, as far as like, okay, coming, we we agreed yesterday coming out of the press conference, we were like, Seth did not look good, correct? Yeah, yes, yes. Did last night do anything for you? A a little bit, it did help restore it a little bit because I don't think you could get any lower than how I felt about Seth Rollins coming out of that press conference. So, there was two stories to Seth Rollins' promo last night. There was, and I know this sounds silly, when he had the sunglasses on and when he took the sunglasses off. I know like, exactly what you mean. And, you know, like, when he had the sunglasses on, I it was cringe for me. After that, there was a little bit more emotion. I was buying in a little bit more into what he was saying. It was almost like a tale of two stories with Seth Rollins' promo last night. Seth comes through uh, the curtain last night, and he's dancing again. And he's got on the flamboyant outfit. And I'm saying to myself, we're, we're, we're right outside of WrestleMania, right outside of the chamber, and the guy's dancing. And I know it's part of his shtick, but I don't mind what Seth wears. I just wish his demeanor and his swagger was a little bit more badass as opposed to goofy i'd like to i i I don't mind like i said the the outfits the the crazy whatever you know whatever he's wearing the fur coat the white the, the the old school 70s heels the glasses the outrageous the flamboyant but man walk to the ring with a purpose you're the world champion you were just in a major, you know, major uh, situation with The Rock and Roman and Cody on stage. Enough with the dancing for now. The people are going to sing no matter what. You don't have to dance to get them to sing with you. You don't have to dance to get them to be into you. 
that's a that's a part that I wish Seth would just lose temporarily. It's just my my opinion. No, I I agree with you, and that's where listen all the conversation we had about Seth. I would have, and I, and I agree with you, Bully. Hey, he wants to wear the outrageous outfits. That's fine. It's just like with me with Cody with the suit. Suit doesn't bother me. Seth, that's who he is. That's what he wants to be. I'm completely fine with it. But you just got disrespected. People are saying about how out of place you were. Man, you got to come out there with a little piss and vinegar when you're walking down that entrance ramp. Like, you're doing your typical dancing and playing up to the crowd and playing up to the singing. Again, it's okay to be like, you know what? I appreciate you. I love you guys. But today's not the day. Especially when he's trying to get his point across to Cody. Now, eventually he did, but I w- imagine the attention that would be drawn to him if he came out differently than he, that he usually does every day. That would be important to me. But I know we're going to get into it. But that's where it's going to. That would grab me so much more, bully. If for like you said, for right now, for right now, because of the circumstances that if. He came out just a little bit differently just for now. This is going to be a really obscure comparison. Do you remember the movie American Gangster? Yes. Uh, that was with um, um, Denzel. Denzel, Denzel yep. played um, the, 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 the drug lord, the kingpin, and... I forget all the actors, but do you remember the one dirty cop? There was a, there was the, the one cop who was the really good guy who gave back the million dollars, and then yeah, uh, Frank Lucas was played by Denzel. Then there was the good cop that uh, gave back the million dollars, and then there was the dirty cop from New York. That dirty cop had such a swagger to him. I almost wish Seth would have that same type of swagger. Where he walked with his 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 shoulders back, wear that flamboyant outfit, but walk with that confidence and that swagger that makes me think, yeah, I can wear a fur coat and I can wear these stiletto heels, but I can still kick your ass. That's that's the that's what I'd like to see from him. We got that gear change when the glasses came off last night. I'm almost disappointed in the fact that when Seth first started with this new character, I was not on board, and I don't think you were either. I I wasn't at all. But, man, he won us over with the matches he was having. And once he got hurt, he started to sell a little bit more and get a little bit more serious about things. You saw him losing the dancing a little bit, and he took things, in my opinion, a little bit more serious. And he was working hard and having quality matches, and he was being the workhorse for that championship. And then I feel we got to this press conference, and that all came to a screaming halt. Some people on social media were like, oh, come on, bully. Seth, you know, got right into the fight. He stood up for Cody. He did this. He did that. He also stood there like a schmuck for seven to ten minutes and seemed like, like Roman said, you're the loser bracket champion. Now he go stand. He seems out of place. 
He seemed just out of place. Now on that go stage. stand on the side of the stage while the men handle business. I and now I feel like we're right back where we started with him. And once again, this is just my feelings. I'm not telling you that WWE is doing Seth Rollins right or wrong. I don't think they did him any favors in that press conference at all. I'm not saying I don't like Seth, this and that. It's just this is uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And right now, that beauty, when it comes to Seth, is gone again for me. And I, and I, and I wish it wasn't. And I think he gets positioned in a way we got positioned in a way where it's impossible to to look at him any as anything more than garnish in this entire situation. Yo, what's going on? This is Bully Ray from Busted Open on Sirius XM's Fight Nation. For 15 years, we've brought you the best pro wrestling talk on the planet. And now, we're bringing you even more. Yo, guys, welcome to Busted Open After Dark. Every Wednesday night, as soon as AEW Dynamite ends, I'm bringing you instant reactions with the Busted Open Nation. The only place to party on Wednesday nights is Busted Open After Dark. With me, Uncle Bully. Download it on Apple, Pandora, or wherever. Te presentamos a Daniela. A ella nada le sorprende. Siempre estoy lista para lo que venga. Por eso... Este año fui a Walmart a comprar todo para combatir mis alergias antes que comience la temporada de alergias. Claro, porque Walmart tiene... Productos de alta calidad para las alergias como descongestionantes, sprays nasales, antihistamínicos y más. Y a precios muy buenos. ¿Y sabías que también tiene pickup y delivery? Daniela, ¿te sorprendiste? ¿Yo? No, ¿qué va? Claro que sabía que Walmart tiene pickup y delivery. <laughs> Bienvenido a una farmacia más simple. Bienvenido a tu Walmart. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The people are on Seth's side at the end of this promo. And since Cody said it was because of the people or he insinuated it was because of the people that Cody changed his mind. If the people are that vocal about Seth backing up Cody, Cody as a great babyface, is going to listen to what the people say. Now, in the moment of truth, when Seth has to be that shield, will he be that shield or will he plunge the blade into Cody's back? Yeah, I mean, that's the story. And as much as we kind of criticized the opening of that promo, what a strong finish by Seth. I like, By the way, I like the promo better today, listening to it back than last night. I think last night... I was too caught up in thinking about Cody's promo to really maybe take in the emotion the way I was able to take take it in now. So and it, I like Seth's we do promo this. better today, and that's why we do this and we listen back again on the on the, on the next day. But as soon as he took off his sunglasses in that promo, bully, then it was almost like he's taking off that you know the mask, and he and now you're seeing the real person and you're hearing some true emotion. And once he took off those glasses, you know, his tone changed. And this is where one of those instances where raising his voice and using a little bit of foul language works because that sounds like true emotion. You don't usually hear Seth Rollins raise his voice in that way. You usually don't hear Seth Rollins curse. So it kind of was like, wow, you know, this is, I don't normally hear this from Seth and it grabbed your attention. And then he cooled down and he got serious at the end. I really love this, the back half of that promo. But what it did for me when he reminded me of the shield bully, when he talked about, hey, I got to take some of this blame because of my brotherhood and forged in fire when it was the shield. It immediately thought, I immediately thought of how that ended. How did that end? With Seth Rollins turning on Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. So I wasn't thinking of the shield. We're so far away from that. You almost forget that there was a shield and that Roman and Seth were together. But as soon as he reminded me of the shield, it reminded me of how that ended with Seth turning on Roman Reigns and hitting him in the back with that chair. And right away I'm thinking, all right, what's Seth's true intentions in wanting to be involved in this? Is it about helping Cody and wanting to be friends with Cody? Or is it about that World Heavyweight Championship and does he have selfish reasons in getting involved in this story? Again, a nice little plot turn as we're getting closer to Philadelphia. Would you rather have the story end in Philly, or would you rather have Seth screw Cody over, Cody and Seth, and then Cody gets back to Roman, and hopefully we finish this story in the garden? This is, this is where 
I can't give you an answer, Bully, until I see more of this story play out. That's, because, that's a fair answer. Because I, I, I am so intrigued in this story, Bully. And we've talked about this a lot during this whole bloodline reign, right? Where it's just like, where are they going with this? Why are they doing this? But we had enough enough trust in the story where, like, I just want to see how this plays out. I'm at that point where I want to see how this plays. I, I am. This bloodline story has been a gift from the wrestling gods, and it's the gift that keeps on giving, bully. Right? As soon as we think, all right, they've bled this dry, and you know, it's like a bottle of, you know, it's like a bottle of hot sauce. Like we're at the we're at the empty the bottle's empty. How much more sauce can we possibly get out of this bottle? And then more sauce is coming out of this bottle. Like it's it's crazy how much story and how emotionally invested I am in this. And we you said it bully early on. Dave, we're not seeing the end of this anytime soon cuz more players are coming out of the out of the woodwork. Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Cody Rhodes, you know, Seth Rollins, The Rock. And I don't think we're done. I don't think we're done here, Bully. It's pretty incredible what they've been able to do with this story. The comparison that just, like this, I don't know why this thought just popped into my mind. You ever watch, um, you know, Funny Cars or Dragsters, you know, when they go down the quarter mile strip? I almost feel like the WWE... with this entire storyline that's played out over the past, I don't know, three or four weeks since The Rock came back, however long it's been. They pull up to the starting line and the green light flashes and they immediately hit the gas and they're off and then they start skidding to the left. They start skidding to the right, but then they're able to straighten it back out again and complete the quarter mile. I think the past two weeks or so, from when Rocky, well, the perception was Rocky was stepping into the main event to the to the to the press conference until last night seemed like the skid out phase of that quarter mile. I'm hoping that after last night they're back on track. Like R- Rock and Roman this Friday night, in my opinion, need to be full blown heels coming out of SmackDown. I bully, this is something I don't think we've ever seen before, ever. Like, we talk about um, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. And there were weeks you and I were on Busted Open saying, when are they going to turn Charlotte heel and make Becky a babyface? Don't forget, after that, that didn't happen immediately after that punch in the face. That went on for weeks and weeks and weeks where they were still portraying Becky as the heel and Charlotte as the babyface. You go back to like Daniel Bryan and everybody wanted Daniel Bryan, you know, and then Batista comes back and blah, blah, blah. And we, for, for weeks and weeks, we're saying on this show, when are they going to turn Daniel Bryan babyface? They even went deeper and made him a heel and had him join the Wyatt family. That went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. This stuff with the rock and Cody, it was six days, six days. The, that SmackDown when The Rock came back in that press conference were six days apart. I have never seen them make an about face as quick as they have just done. And that's why nobody can tell me that this was the plan. 
You, you, you can't. You can't have your top baby face who won the Royal Rumble. You made a conscious decision to make this guy win the Ro Royal Rumble back-to-back same breath as Austin, Michaels, and and who? Hogan or Brett? Well, whoever the hell it was. Boom, you put him up there with yep. royalty, right? Now he comes out of the rumble and says, I don't, I don't think I, I'm going to face you at WrestleMania. And then the headlines basically said, Cody backs out. Whatever word they used made Cody look like a complete bitch. And now all of a sudden he's back in. So you're creating all this confusion with your top baby face. That was the plan from the start to confuse everybody about Cody. Cody wins the rumble. Yay. Cody's going to face Roman. Or at least we think he's going to face Roman. And then, no, I'm not going to face Roman. And then, yeah, I am going to face Roman. That was the plan. That's what you took your pencil and wrote down on paper. No way. I, I it's hard. No to believe. way. It's hard to believe. And but, maybe, but if they were standing in front of us right now, they'd be like, of course, that was the plan. You guys played into it just the way we wanted to. No, I, I'm sorry. You pivoted and there's nothing wrong with pivoting. No, that's great. That's like, that's, that's like, amazing. It's like, uh, you know, Falcon 76 blue, red, hot route on two ready break. And then you get up to the line of scrimmage and you go, uh-uh, check, check. And you audible. And the audible winds up being a touchdown. This could wind up. This audible could be wind up being a touchdown because this is an audible. Like, I, I ha I, listen, stranger things have happened. I could be totally wrong, bully, but I find it hard to believe that a week after the Rock is coming back, that they wanted people to chant in the arenas, "Rocky sucks." Like, I find it hard to believe. Here's The Rock. He hasn't wrestled in 10 years. Hasn't been in the, in the WWE wrestling the match in 10 years. The last time we saw him in a real match was against John Cena at WrestleMania 29. He comes back all to from a week later to have arenas chanting Rocky sucks. I find that very, very hard to believe. And like you said, if they're calling an audible, that's awesome. The fact that the WWE is not like, no, we're going to shove it down your throat and you're going to take it. They're like, wait a second. We have to change this. That's beautiful that we're at that point where they're willing to do that. And the beauty of pro wrestling is you can change again if you want, if it makes sense. I don't think they're going to deviate from this plan. But all they have done is create a confusion over the past week or so. Those... Okay, uh, Ari, the head of uh, TKO, Triple H, The Rock, Roman, Cody, Heyman. You're going to tell me that they all agreed that creating confusion when it came to Cody was a good plan? Or, never, no, never, never, or, never. Or, or let's bring back The Rock, the biggest one of the... the Guy who's on the Mount Rushmore, one of the biggest names ever in pro wrestling, one of the biggest stars in movies right now. We're going to bring him back to get booed and to be the biggest heel? Maybe. I, I don't know. No, I just highly no, doubt it. No. I doubt it. I doubt no, it. I, 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 I'm not buying into it. There, there's no way in hell. And and they could try to convince me all they want. I, I, I'm not buying into it. Well, we're going to and I and I'm happy that they are pivoting.
because that's smart business. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.